Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And welcome to the Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. This is your host, Martha Tyler. And this week, we are going to be talking to the fabulous Sue Downey about Nanny Palooza. Hello, Sue. Hello, Martha. It's so good to be back with you again. Yes, I was so excited when you reached out to um, talk about Nanny Palooza because it's one of my favorite events ever. Um, and and I love chatting with you. Well, that is so very nice of you. Yes, it's always more fun when you're there. Um, but it's always more fun when everyone's there. That's yeah. why I'm so excited to be doing it live and in person again this year. <sighs> Yes, that's going to be just so, so much fun. Yes. So the sadness of um, my 2020 was not just that we couldn't have Nanny Palooza, which was hard, but Mm -hmm. it was the 15th anniversary of Nanny Palooza in 2020. So I had planned Nanny Cruise Palooza, which was a cruise that incorporated, you know, not just the, the fun of being on a cruise, but also some professional development and then a land version um, that was less expensive because that cruise, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we had to postpone the the land version and we ended up having to cancel the cruise because I just didn't feel comfortable knowing when it was going to be safe again. And I think mm-hmm. everyone's going to, that's going to take some time more than, more than just a few, um, more than just a few months. Right. And so it was really hard and it was financially hard and it was morally hard and it was just so sad. So now, um, you know, a new it's such a sign of optimism that we're able to talk about being together in person. And um, and so we're going to do the Nanny Palooza in Connecticut. Yes. Yes. Which is one, we're back at a smaller hotel this year. I rolled the contract over from last year to this year. Um, So it's going to be smaller, but that's probably better because we have to be careful. Um, We're still going to be very cautious with our protections and stuff. And we can talk about that. But um, so we're at the Doubletree Bradley Airport, which is just north of of Hartford. it's an airport hotel, so it has the free shuttle. And um, we're there October 8th, 9th, and 10th, uh, in live and in person. 
Um, and like I said, the numbers keep shifting um, because of COVID. So first right. we started out, we could only have a very small number. Then we were at 100. Now the Connecticut is saying, well, we're open for business again. Mm-hmm. Um, but it could change in the fall when summer is over. So right. we'll, we'll probably be around 100 to 125, um, maybe 130. I don't want to push it too much. But, um, but yeah, so it's very exciting. Smaller, but more fun than ever. Yes, I just can imagine how many hugs there's going to be and um, and I just know. Yeah. well and I think we're going to figure something out about the hugging. So like there's all these things that it's such an interesting thing. Like the world's so different. Every yes. little thing is so different. And even though in a lot of ways it feels like we're going back to normal now, you still can't quite get there because mm-hmm. the kids aren't vaccinated and we work with children. Right. So while if this was just going to be a bunch of adults, like if this was, you know, the doctor's association or pro golfers tournament, you know, like that's one thing because you're talking about all adults who have the ability to be vaccinated and, um, you know, and whatever. But with the kids and it's unlikely at this point, the kids that we care for will be vaccinated by the beginning of October. We have to be a little more careful. So I imagine there's gonna be a lot of hugging, but I think maybe we'll come up with some sort of badge system so that if you aren't comfortable being hugged, there's a way that you can communicate that with everyone. Um, Because if you care for an immunocompromised kid or even just, you know, what your family's been doing. we. We'll figure it all out together, I think. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's so great. And I honestly, you know, COVID and the pandemic was awful, awful, awful. But there are these little silver linings and like examinations of systems that we've just taken for granted. And I think like having a badge system for hugging anyway, like not a bad idea because there are people that really don't like being hugged and... Exactly. It's yeah. just so fun. No. And, like... and well, there's all kinds of things too. Like, it's so funny. We always joke about the post nanny palooza, everybody gets a cold because, you mm-hmm. know, or whatever. But this year, there'll be a lot of things in place that will probably be masked, even if it's not mandated. Right. Um, just because not everyone will be, I'm not requiring that you be vaccinated. I'm encouraging you strongly yes. to be vaccinated. <laughs> but, um, so we'll probably be masked. The buffet for like food, the hotel has a whole new system. So we have to do that. We won't have as many vendors this year because the, the space layout is different. But the you're right, the silver lining is there's a better chance that not everyone will go home with, you know, a cold from being together all weekend. Right. Hopefully a lot of smiles and happiness and inspiration and ideas but no germs. That's what we're hoping for. That is, that is the dream, I think. (laughs) Cause yeah, I've been, I've been uh, talking with my nanny family about like, I do think that colds and things because we have been so separate, separate and like masked and everything. And as we go back into a world um, where germs can be spread, uh, I just think 
that everyone needs to keep in mind that we are probably going to be spending this winter sick. pretty sick. Right. Well, yeah, because last winter, like if you stop and think about it, last year was our winter was our healthiest. I didn't get sick yeah. once, not even a sore throat. Well, no, I did actually get COVID. Oh. So I did get sick oh, once, well, <laughs> but only that. Right. Well, yeah. And like our allergies this spring, I noticed that me and the kids are bothered a little more than typical. Um, and I think it's because, you know, we didn't go through that in the winter. It just, it feels worse because it's been a long time since, you know, I had a runny nose or whatever. Right. So, yeah. Well, and, um, and there's other silver linings too. I think we will be very excited to be, um, connected again in a way that maybe we took for granted before um yeah. it makes events like nanny palooza or smaller nanny get-togethers i saw the new york nannies just had a little picnic yesterday hmm. and just the light on their faces um seeing the pictures um we're, we're all going to be taking that more you know holding it dearer to our hearts i guess in the that sounds old fashioned way to say that, but, um, <laughs> but I think it's so true. Yeah. Um, well let's, uh, for just a second, let's back up and okay. just tell listeners what is Nanny Palooza? Sure. I know. Maybe you don't even know. Um, yeah, just in so, case. So Nanny Palooza is a conference for nannies. Um, and it started 15 years ago. Like I said, um, we, we thought, you know, there should be an affordable option for nannies to come together, learn some new ideas from experts outside the field, as well as from experts inside of our own arena, connect with each other, um, and just spend a weekend sort of charging your batteries um, is the best way to describe it to me. Uh, it We've done a lot of work to make it a very inclusive, laid back, playful, fun atmosphere because we know that you learn more from play than from anything yes. else and that's true for adults as it is for kids so we ask um the presenters to be very hands-on and concrete whenever they can be um and that has worked out really well for us um it's nice it's a great mixture we've really built a community in the last you know 15 years so when you come, whether you're the kind of person that, you know, wants to hug everyone, right. or maybe you're a little more introverted or very introverted or anxiety filled, we're going to be able to help you. We will match you up with um, somebody who can help you navigate that process. Um, we'll take your cues and go with it and you can jump into the fray and, <laughs> and be out there or you can um, sit back and be an observer and and more um you know in your own space which is fine what i really truly believe is that we're all teachers we're all learners and that there's space for all of us under this tent and so um that really is the core value that that we've built and i say we it's it's my baby i started it with my friend laura brawley we had a nonprofit that this sort of grew out of but it's really been my passion project, you know, for for most of its existence. And um, and the the things that Laura and I held very true back then are still the same things that we 
do every year at me with a bunch of volunteers and speakers and people who believe in the mission of it. Um, mm-hmm. If you're out there and you're a nanny, you know how hard it is to go day by day without another adult to talk to sometimes or, you know, having your friends ask you, like, why are you still a babysitter or, mm. you know, they just don't get it. And so there's we always talk about the powerful moment of walking into a room where 150, 125 people get exactly what you mean when you talk about Monday morning dishes. Mm-hmm. You know, like you don't even have to explain that feeling or that whatever. Everybody understands and they get that you're a single person, but you have car seats in your the back seat and right. that in your purse at any given time, there might be, you know, a copy of Goodnight Moon and a diaper. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so that's what Danny Plews is. And we offer workshops. Um, typically, it's three workshops to choose from in each um, time slot and there's six time slots in the day. This year it's structured a little different again because of spacing so there'll only be two choices um, and then we added a few optional ones on Friday just so that you still felt like you had more. Um, we try to keep the pricing extremely um, affordable mm-hmm. this year again because of COVID and space and money it's more expensive, but I'm determined um, to bring that price back down to, you know, after this year. Um, but we try to keep it really affordable. We It's not glamorous. It's not, uh, you know, a weekend re- away someplace fancy, but you will have a good time and you'll learn something. Yes. And you are so right about the feeling of walking into a room full of other humans who get it, who want to talk child theory, who will hold space for you or help you problem solve. And a lot of times we'll ask you which one you want. You know, they're like, do you want me (laughs) to just listen or do you want me to help you work through this? Like just being in a room with so many other people who truly understand what you do every day it's so powerful. Um, It is. It is. And like, I don't know. I don't know if it's like this for you, but it also is nice because you see this sort of universal nature of our job. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times it feels like nobody understands. And then when you meet people from all over the world, like hopefully borders stay open because we have somebody coming from Amsterdam and a few Mm -hmm. from London and, Um, And states all over the country, uh, you know, it's kind of neat to be in a room with nannies from all these different places. It really is. And um, and I just remember like walking in and everyone is just so kind. And like there are certainly like extroverts and introverts there and. Um, people who will walk up to you or sometimes, you know, people who will just come up when you're sitting at a table and be like, Hey, can I sit down here too? And then you start talking and, and I've made some of, you know, some really dear friends, um, from Nanny Palooza. And I went, what, three years ago now. And like, I'm still in touch with a lot of the nannies I met there. And I get a lot of 
listener feedback of feeling really isolated. Um, because as we've talked about, it can be a really isolating career. And um, if you are feeling that way, and it is doable for you to make it to Nanny Palooza, even if it's not doable this year, if it's next year, but if it is doable this year, do it because it really like, that's, it's one of the absolute best ways to fix that feeling of isolation because then you'll have like people in your corner all over the world. Right. Well, and I think, um, you know, we talk about that feeling a lot. The other thing I want to tell people is, so we have workshops. So Mm -hmm. our workshops are usually really amazing. I try to keep it so that we fall into these sort of tracks, um, so that it's not all the sort of same thing. So there's health and safety and nutrition. There's working with um, families. There's professional development topics. There's child development topics. It And I fill in this grid as I book the sessions so that there's lots of different things depending on what you need. You don't have to register in advance for anything. Once you register for the conference, you can choose what you want to go to. and. And we even encourage nannies, if it's not what you want, once you're there, quietly just go to the other, you know, leave and go to what you need to get out of it, what you need to get out of it. Um, This year, my workshops are focused a lot on techniques and things that we can do to help be, help kids as we're entering in. So there's a fair amount of things on like um, anxiety relief and, and play and Um, I found a workshop, this woman's going to present teaching self-care to kids, which is so amazing because we've done self-care things lots of times and, and certainly continue, but it's, we rarely talk about how do we teach kids to take care of themselves? How do we give them that knowledge that, that something that they need to do even at a young age? And what does that really mean for a kid? Because it's a little different for a kid who's not maybe going to go get a massage or, right. you know, be, they're not going to worry about eating healthy or exercising the same way that an adult would. So that's going to be exciting. Um, I found this woman whose her program is called Deep Play, and she has YouTube videos of about 60 different ways to teach kids how to breathe. There's the hot chocolate breath. There's a box breath. There's a balloon breath. There's a ship breath. There's like all these different sort of breathing things that we can teach kids and ourselves. So we have a lot of workshops like that. Then we have things like um, um, food allergies, like a new way of looking at food allergies Mm -hmm. and potty training this year, which I've never been able to have. People have asked and asked. So an expert come in and talk about potty training. We have somebody coming to talk to us from our main sponsors, Homework Solutions, mm-hmm. who sponsor me every year, write me a big check so that I can keep the pricing down for everyone. And they're going to come and talk about taxes and contracts and and some things that may have changed after the pandemic that you may need to adjust your contracts or think about taxes in a different way. So those workshops are great. And I know for some nannies, they're all jazzed right now and they're like, yay. And some nannies are sitting there thinking, well, I know all of that. I've taken classes on that or whatever. And I agree that a lot of times you go to some of these workshops and it is things that maybe you know at the price point that we're offering. I'm not 
like flying in experts from the Mayo Clinic, right. like, you know, <laughs> um, but I love to say that a lot of my speakers are very immersed into the nanny world. They understand nanny. So they're going to present the information in ways that are more accessible to you than if you did go to the Mayo Clinic and went to, you know, whatever. But also the other thing is it's about inspiration as much as anything else. Mm -hmm. So I've been a nanny for 28 years now or 29. I don't even remember a long time. I've taken tons of classes. I'm pretty well-versed, not the smartest cookie in the package by all means, but I've been <laughs> Disagree. <around. laughs> I've been around. <laughs> and I still am excited every year to sit in on a class that, for whatever reason, that year speaks to me. Mm-hmm. And I'll walk away with one or two or three new ideas, or I'll be reminded of something that I had sort of forgotten, or I'll see something from a different perspective. We can all learn. And um, and that is exciting to me um, in so many ways. Oh, and I'm so excited we have uh, a nanny coming to share how she incorporates her culture into, mm. um, into working with kids um, and how that you can, like practical ways that no matter if you're Norwegian or African or Caribbean or Spanish, uh, you know, Hispanic, Latinx, whatever your culture might be, how could you share that with the family? And what does that look like? How do you talk to parents about it? How could it inform your? And then another nanny who's going to talk about um, building a culturally diverse library for your nanny families. Um, and not just the same, it's funny, she was like, not just Harriet Tubman, we're going to go past like the <laughs> seven, you know, like every kid needs a book on Martin Luther King, right. but that's not the only kind of culturally rich um, suggestions that we need to keep going back to. So I'm super excited about the topics. They're a little different this year, but um, but every year I'm excited about that, so yeah, and I, I totally agree with what you say about like being a forever learner is one of the things that I love that being a nanny provides me with. Literally no day is the same. <laughs> like you don't walk into the same day ever as a nanny, really, you know, and you can have your structure, you can have your routines, and yet you meet the kids where they are each day. And I think that even, you know, I've now taken, <laughs> like, I don't know, so many classes on positive discipline because I love it. And I get something new out of it every time I take it. And I interviewed one of my positive discipline teachers on this podcast, and she was saying she, like, re-ups and takes a new course every year or so because she's like you know, as you're focused on building this skill, (laughs) you let the other ones go. And then, and then when you're like, oh, I've got that one down pat, you're able to hear the other part of what each speaker has to offer. No. And I think that's why, you know, I'm all for expensive, invest and do these like great things. But if you aren't at a place where that's you know, you can't afford college tuition or right. um, a, 
a more in-depth whatever, if you are at least doing this, you're keeping your mind elastic. Mm-hmm. You're like thinking um, about your practice in a way that makes you better. And really, like at the end of the day, the reason that I do what I do is because every kid deserves to have somebody walk through the door in the morning who's engaged, who's inspired, and who likes what she does. Yes. If you're not doing those three things when you walk in the door, you know, that's great, but that's custodial care, which is different than mm-hmm. what I believe a nanny should be. And that's okay. Some days are like that. It's not right. like every day is going to be that way. But in general, um, you know, you want people who are are that for a kid who can really take it to the next level. That's what we all want for every kid, but especially for nanny care where, you know, you're we're the creme de la creme, right? Mm-hmm. Parents are paying us the big bucks. And so, um, so really... Uh, Every kid deserves it, and and I want to make sure. And I feel like that's one thing that you can get from Nanny Palooza for sure. You will definitely come back inspired. You'll be yes. happy to go to work on Monday morning because you'll come with some new insight or new connection or even just a new person that you can, like, share your stories with. And you're right. definitely going to come away feeling energized and and proud of what you do. So. Yeah. Yeah. And whatever, you know, when you're closing your eyes at night and that, that part of your job that feels hard, that feels like an obstacle, whatever that is, you'll come back with some strategies for that. Sure. And, <laughs> and if there's not a class on it, I guarantee you somebody, yeah. So there are lots of opportunities and that's another thing that's in the schedule this year. We've, um, we're going to have a lounge space mm-hmm. so that if you want to connect with somebody and there's not a session that you're interested in, there'll be a smaller room that you can sit and chat with. We're going to have some experts in there where you can go and ask them anything sort of things so that you can get one-on-one feedback on whatever that is. And even if you're not the kind of person who can bring up those things easily, there's a lot of networking time where you'll be able to engage We've done all kinds of creative things in the past. I'm sure I'll have something up my sleeve, like we'll put topics on the tables at lunch and you can sit and just listen to whatever that topic might be at that table. Or um, we've done, you know, some one-on-one things. I usually make people play a few little games, to, but nothing overwhelming and you can always yeah. opt out. I think but, there was like a bingo thing yeah, when I was there. Of like, yeah, day. I love it. Yeah. And it, it was so you, good. No, it gives you a chance. If you're if you're hesitant to go up and talk to somebody new, if you have an excuse, it's much easier. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to do it, nobody checks yeah. your work. It's totally fine. Um, I like to tell the story because so it's for a lot of people, this is an easy thing. Like they're like, yes, sign me up. I can go talk to a million people. But for the more hesitant people, I I've had lots of people like that. And my favorite one is Um, a nanny, I won't use her name because I didn't ask her ahead of time, but she came in to us and she walked up to the registration table and there were a lot of people hanging out with me at the registration table, but I could just read her face. I could just tell this was like overwhelming to her. Mm -hmm. And so I told everyone else, I'm like, just go away for a minute. (laughs) And I went around to the table and I said, 
what do you need? And she's like, I'm just feeling overwhelmed. And so I grabbed somebody and they went off by themselves and just breathed and just had a minute. And then that person walked with her. I gave her her folder, walked with her into the sort of welcome reception, which is basically like a cocktail reception, like that's free form. And I checked on her several times through the weekend just to make sure she was okay, gave her what she needed. By the end of the weekend, she's knee deep in it. Like she, and she still, she'll say, I'm an introvert every weekend except when I'm at Nanny Palooza. And then I'm like this other person that I didn't even know I could be. So um, there's a space for you if, if you bring it. And there's a solution for anything that could be bothering you. If you just bring it to us, we're going to help you. Even if all you need to do is to offload the stress of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You know, it's so funny that the social media has made our job so much easier because we are more connected than mm-hmm. we were when I started. There wasn't anything. I didn't even know another nanny, like, anywhere. I hung out with a bunch of, like, stay-at-home moms, <laughs> um, which was not easy when you're, like, 28, you know? Like, their life is so different. But now we have all these connections, and there's more groups, and everything's great. But sometimes you need to talk things through and it's not safe on social media to rant about certain things right or to offload that in a way um so i think it's still important whether it's at nanny palooza or a small get together or ina or uh, the u.s nanny association whatever feels the right fit for you to be able to make connections that you can at least talk on the phone with Mm -hmm. because it's you just got to be careful about what you put things out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that you still love this family or that you at least respect them or at least that you want another job. Right. But on like written down, sometimes it doesn't come across in the way that it should and it could be dangerous. So, yes, totally agree. And um, and yeah, the I I love the dark and the light side of uh, social media. Cause it, it really, it has both. Um, and I had an acting teacher once uh, talk to us about like how technology can be a tool and it, we can use it or it can use us. And so I just always think about that with social media and things like that of like, am I being used by this or am I using this, you know? And I think when we, that's a great, I love that. Am I yeah. being used or am I using it? Yeah. Yeah. Put, well, put yourself in the driver's seat. We always think about that with kids, or at least I do. Like that's my whole like thing with kids is, am I using this as a tool or am I using it as a babysitter? Like that's right. the, the break, but we have to do that with ourselves. And so I like that. See, I just learned something right now. Oh, yay. <laughs> um, awesome. Okay, so uh, where can nannies go to find out more information, you know, all those nitty-gritty details, sure. sign up? So like the best that. way is to go to nannypalooza.com, which is my website. And there's a few things there. But if you click um, the conference, there's a pull-down menu. Conference 2021 is the best page to click there and there's some pictures i i thought there was a picture of you but there's not right now um <laughs> but um <laughs> i was like oh and so um that gives you the basic structure of the weekend we have some optional 
CPR or you can take the NA credential exam on Friday. And like I said, this year we're doing workshops on Friday afternoon, which typically that doesn't happen. Typically everything Friday afternoon is sort of like, um, you know, discussion groups or, or whatever. We don't have speakers that day. So, but this year, I just want to make sure you get your money's worth. So yeah. if you are coming this year, it would be helpful to, to, to get there by Friday morning before lunchtime so that you could um, jump in. And then all day Saturday and Sunday. So on the webpage, it gives you that. It gives you the link for the airport hotel so that you can do it. The hotel cost is $119 a night plus the taxes. That's a special rate. And um, that will get you a, a double, double room or king room. Um, registration right now is $249 until June 25th. Again, that's, that's more than usual but um what can we do yeah um, it is, is what it payment, is there is a payment plan this year as always you can put down a hundred dollars you can make payments or the system will just charge you the the remainder on in august so then you can figure out how that works best for you and it tells you what's included as well as gives you links um for if you want to sponsor or advertise at nanny palooza if you, um, I, there's a thing for submitting a proposal, but I'm almost full, so um, hurry if you want to do that. <laughs> um, but then you can also look at um, two good things also really quick is there's uh, past Nine Palooza conferences. It shows you all the schedules that we've ever had. Oh, so you wow. get a feeling for some of the workshops. They're different every year, so that's, um, and then there's also a, a link to a brochure that you can either print or email to your nanny family. So if your nanny family is not currently helping you with professional development, this is a great thing to do. Tell them that you are listening to the podcast. Nannies always want to know how to do this. This is what I would do if it were me. I would say, oh, I was listening to this great nanny podcast I listen to all the time called Chronicles of Nannia. <laughs> I learned so many things from it, like this or this or you know the way I do this with the kids. I learned that on that podcast. Mm -hmm. And um, they were talking about this conference, and I never knew about it. And uh, so here's a brochure. I'd really like to go. It'd be so helpful if you could help me with some of the expenses. I think that the kids will get a lot out of me attending. Yes. And so what you want to do is then next time you make a contract with the family, you can put it in your contract, and then you just say, this is where I'd like my professional development money going towards. But if you don't have that in your contract, you can still ask. And sometimes employers will pay for your registration or give you miles um, to use for your airfare or for the hotel, points for a hotel, um, or even just some spending money so that you can help defray the cost of, of travel. Um, and give you the Friday off so you can make right. it by Friday exactly and the friday off and even that is just a great thing um we're done on sundays by 12 30 or one o'clock so it's fairly easy to get a flight home if you're traveling far or if you're driving you have plenty of time to get home so it's yeah. just friday that you that you need and you can come without that um if you even just can come saturday and sunday it's still well worth your time yes like so um nannypalooza.com those are the nuts and bolts and yeah yeah and i i really do encourage you to 
talk to your families about it. Um, I know that anytime bringing up money and things like that are they it can feel uncomfortable. But the reason you're doing this <laughs> is to take better care of their children. So um, the worst that they can say is we we can't do that right now. Um, and so and I I don't I can't imagine any family being upset that you want to better yourself. No, and you're right. I think a lot of nannies are really nervous about asking, but it's not like you're asking. Um, in, in most cases, th- there are questions that once you ask, the cat's out of the bag. Like, you know, you're asking for an extra week of vacation every year, or I don't know, some things feel uh, you're saying something about the kid's behavior or... Right. You're, you know, there are questions that you can ask that can damage the relationship, but this is an easy one from my point of view, because they, they really are going to be like, and sometimes parents are like, nanny palooza, that sounds ridiculous. Like, that's just a chance for you to go and have a good weekend and send them to the site, send them an email and say, listen, it's a fun name because nannies know that play is important educationally, but look at this brochure, which by the way, has a bunch of reasons why families should pay. Mm -hmm. Look at these past um, workshops that- Play this episode for them. Right. Um, And just say, you know, I know this seems ridiculous to you, but, and then what the counter argument is, you know, almost every profession has professional development provided for them at the employer's cost. Mm -hmm. So this is much like that time that you went to that, you know, symposium and I babysat the kids for the weekend or um, you know this is this is like uh, when they bring a speaker into a workplace we can't do that so we have to create these opportunities and that's true for all professional development that you're doing Mm -hmm. so if you want to go to INA to Nanny Palooza um, to the the, um, US Nanny Association has an online one this year again um, the in the spring we have um, INNTD. There's which is International have, Nanny Training Day. Can, just oh in yeah, case. sorry. <laughs> um, if you want to book, like you're excited to read Dan Siegel, mm-hmm. and you want to do this, it's okay to ask your employers to provide that for you. And if they say no, they say no, and that's fine. But um, even if it's not in your contract now. I don't think you can have an entitled opinion about it unless it's in your contract. Right. If you haven't negotiated that. And if you're going into that negotiation, all you need to do is say, I would like a small stipend for continuing my education. It's important to me. And it's so funny, too, because things change so fast. Like, again, I, I've been in this business for 20-something years, but even... Even 10 years ago, we thought timeout was the best way. Right. Most of the early childhood world thought that timeout was the right way, right? Right. That's what we were teaching 10 years ago. And we know now that not only is it not the right way, that in some cases it could be very harmful for kids. Right. That we've been doing it wrong, that we've been whatever. We've had positive discipline speakers at almost every Nanny Palooza because of that. Um, for the last, you know, seven or eight years. And you can cite that as an example. You can cite the example of car seat safety. 
right. which we've had car seat. We don't this year, but that's the kind of changing. The food allergies this year, one for sure, is going to be brand new information. Some of I'm the really interested in that. I'm sad yeah. I can't go. Um, <laughs> some of the mindfulness stuff that we're doing this year and the breathing, that's all new techniques that have just come in the last few years that can change the way that we do things with kids for the better. So it's important to um, to find something that speaks to you. And again, if it's not Nanny Palooza, by all means, find something that does work um, and talk to your employers. I'm sorry, I went off on a little rant there, didn't I? That's a-okay. <laughs> I love rants. I love Sue rants in particular. Um, well, it's just so hard because I just feel so strongly. <laughs> yes, yes. And I love your passion. And I... I am, I, I, now I'm going to make a little rant of just listeners like Nanny Palooza was one of the best weekends of my life. Like I, I'm serious when I say I'm still friends with people from Nanny Palooza and I did come back so inspired. I was a better nanny. I learned things about like professional development and my contract. My contract changed after Nanny Palooza for the better. Um, I got so many speakers for my podcast from Nanny Palooza because you find you find really, really wonderful speakers um, who do speak in a way that takes into consideration our job because we are under the childcare umbrella, but being a nanny is a very specific part of that umbrella. And a lot of times we have to kind of carve out our own path when we're taking in childcare materials because a lot of it's geared towards parenting or in the classroom or things like that. And we have to be like, okay, how does this translate to our nanny day? And this is a whole weekend. <laughs> of people having done that work for you. And so it's easily digestible. And um, and then also we'll stick with you. There are things that I think of that I'm like, oh yeah, I learned that at Nanny Palooza. And I need, I need to bring that tool out of my tool belt right now. Like I went to Pascal uh, Brady's uh, Power Tools for Power Struggles and like, I still use that. I'm like, Martha, drop the rope. You don't need to have a tug of war right now. Drop the rope. Yeah. And I hear Pascal's wonderful French accent, French accent. In, my, in my brain as I do that. You know, I'm not going to do it right now because I'll butcher it. But um, in my brain, it sounds really great. <laughs> and so and your passion and commitment to making this accessible, inclusive, and uh, just like so loving is just wonderful. Um, and it really shines through the whole weekend of like seeing on someone's face, like she was overwhelmed in that moment <laughs> um, and like follow, you know, checking in with her and things like that. Like every person that shows up to Nanny Palooza becomes I think one of your ducklings and wow. that's like just such a lovely place to be oh that's so nice you're gonna make me cry <laughs> it, it certainly is true that everybody that comes to Nanny Palooza I feel like they're a friend to me immediately yeah. they're family they're and it is a community 
It's very funny this year in particular, uh, the, the registration went live and the first like, you know, burst of people that registered were all like all these people that have been before that. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I miss this person. And I, I think everybody was couldn't wait to be back together again. Yeah. I think we all love each other so much. And people, you know, it it really is something I started, but everybody helped me build. And I'm so appreciative of that spirit. So, but we have lots of newcomers this year too, which is surprising to me. And I hope that anybody that's out there listening, you feel welcome and included as well. Yes. And I, I really think you will. Um, so, uh, Yes, go visit nannypalooza.com. Um, and if it is in um, your ability to go this year, highly recommend it. And if it's not, put it in your mind, plant that seed, <laughs> start putting it in your contract when you renegotiate, things like that to plant the seed so you can make it in the future because it, it's a wonderful event um, and worth worth making time for. Well, thank you. This was so fun. Can I come back and talk about something else again? Yes, please. <laughs> we will. You and I will arrange that. I, uh, I, I really want to have you back on. It's such a joy to talk to you all the time. You're so in, just wonderful. Oh, thank you. It's a joy to talk to you too. Um, well, great. Uh, let's end with a cute, fun story. Okay. Um, so I, um, Okay, I'm gonna tell this one because this one's fun for me, and um, and it makes me look good. So I like yes. a story that makes me look good and is fun for me. Um, about two or three years ago, I got this LinkedIn message from um, my very first nanny kid. So mm-hmm. I back in the day, people didn't decide to be nannies; <laughs> they sort of fell into it mostly. A few people, but like that's how most of the people from my generation. I'm so old. Um, it, that's how it started for us. And so when I started, I really didn't know what I was doing um, uh, in a lot of ways. And he had reached out to me. He was having a kid and he wanted to know how to hire a nanny. And he found me on LinkedIn, which was so fun. And we had like a lovely chat. I hadn't talked to him in a very long time, um, really, since he was an adult. And uh, And it was so funny. And I was like, but I felt like this need. I'm like, I really have to apologize to you because now that I know what I know, I made so many mistakes and I could have been better and I lost my temper and I yelled and like I started going into this litany of like things and he's like, what are you talking about? All I remember is that we like sang Jimmy Buffett and you took us to the pool. (laughs) I was like, okay. Uh, Okay, that's great. So now what I've taught this child who's going out to the world isn't anything about empathy or positive discipline, like none of that. But at least I made a Jimmy Buffett fan out of this like 20-something kid. (laughs) But, uh, you know, but I use that story and I think it's so funny because that is what, like, you they remember how you made them feel, right? Mm -hmm. Not Maya Angelou, not... They don't always remember everything you said or anything you did, but they remember how you made them feel. And I yes. just think that's so funny that that's what I made him feel like. He was a parrot head and and a good swimmer. Yes, <laughs> which is an important life skill. It is. It yeah. is. But yeah. And 
That's so funny and so sweet. And <laughs> yes. And I know that you also taught him empathy and all of oh, that good I'm stuff. I'm sure but... there were some good things, but it's just funny. Well, it's just funny. Cause you know, like, I don't know if you, you're young still, so this probably hasn't happened, but you look back and you're like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Or I shouldn't have done that. Like whatever. No, like, that absolutely has happened to me. <laughs> they're so like resilient that like, it's not the everyday things that happen. It's like the big, broader picture of what you do. And yeah. they did, I'm sure they felt loved. So that's good. But it's just, I'm just, the whole Jimmy <laughs> Buffett thing was just so funny to me. He said it like four times. Like, you know, I just remember that. And I was just like, oh my God, did I really play that much Jimmy Buffett for him? Like, I was like, just out of college so I was young <laughs> yeah I remember my uh nanny played I think it's Amy McGrath the baby baby that oh. song da, na, na, na. Yeah. I can't Amy, sing more of it not McGrath Amy Grant Amy, Amy Grant, Grant. Yeah. thank you yes I remember like specifically being in her car jamming to Amy Grant so, so. We, you know, music, music speaks to us. Yes. Yes. <laughs> if, you, if you learn nothing else, don't play embarrassing things to the kids. Like, yes. do something wisely that stands the test of time. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that is, yes, that's very good advice. <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Sue. I really appreciate you taking thank time. Thank you. No, thank you, Martha. This was so much fun. And we'll uh, see you next week. Thanks for listening. I love providing Chronicles of Nania to you at no cost. So if you love this podcast, please consider donating by clicking the support the show link in the show notes. I also totally understand if a donation isn't the way you can show your support right now. Another excellent way to support the podcast is to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Those ratings help other nannies and caregivers around the world find Chronicles of Nannia. Also, if you love the show, tell your friends. Word of mouth is so helpful to get the word out about the podcast. And truly, thank you for listening. It really means the world to me. The Chronicles of Nania is produced and hosted by Martha Tyler. Artwork by Noni Blastodon. Theme music by Brad Kemp. Find him at secondbedroomstudios.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of Nania and on Twitter at Nania Podcast. To contact us, email chroniclesofnania at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture.